0: what's up guys welcome to another episode of real estate podcast episode 233 i'm here with griffin and i'm here with adam and Trav will be joining us soon
1: yeah uh, asap yeah.
0: you know asap <laughs> yeah uh this week um, we watch candy man
1: yeah finally
0: right the, the new one
1: the jordan pill produced
0: co-written candy man
1: co-written yeah yeah um, so, I mean, all right, Candyman. So, Candyman came out, uh, what, you only 92? get to say it,
0: like, two more times. All right, I got
1: you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they know Mirrors. Yeah, it was know, 92. Um, so, it didn't really hit that, you know, 80s slasher, th- you know, time frame. It kind of came in at the very tail end of that 80s, because, to me, it's like, until Scream came out, that was kind of like the last slasher
0: movie. Yeah, and Candyman like, sure. was kind of like it wasn't like a deep cut because it had a wide but, release, but it was a yeah, you know, like not kind of everybody watched it.
1: Yeah, it was kind of a cult horror thing. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. but it was one of those things where like uh, <clears throat> you either like like you said, you've either seen it or you haven't, and <clears throat> it's the way that they the way that they did the original story and the way that it also plays into here is like the whole idea of how it's like a vengeful spirit for like, that was kind of, um, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, that was in the original, you know, to, to an extent and that they played it up big time in this. And I really liked the direction that they took it instead of it being just a complete, like, we're just going to kind of redo Candyman and that's going to be that they kind of said like, well, we have the foundation here, so let's just like, you know, build off of this foundation and, and run with it, and mm. that's exactly what they did, man. They like they took what was laid out before it in the original, and then they brought it over, and and expanded on it. Yeah, and and it's it's interesting. I like the the idea where they took um, where like these urban neighborhoods, you know, were bought. They yep. had been bought up. The, hood. the 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 hoods were bought up, and then like gentrified. Yeah, you cut you the know, money off. Yeah. People end up moving. Yeah.
0: Shut it down. You turn
1: it turn it into this like, you know They're
0: doing it in Atlanta right now where the varsity's at. They're building they're tearing the the original varsity. Which has been there, I think since the forties, late forties, fifties. Family sold it. And I mean the area that the varsity ends, not you know you might get robbed, you know? (laughs) Um, Depends on what time of day it is. Yeah. Um sold it, all that land there, which they had quite a bit, building some big old high-rise apartments. That's what's okay. going on
1: there. Yeah. Well, I mean, same thing happened over where the masquerade, the old masquerade yep. was. They uh that was like it wasn't necessarily a shithole, but it was just undeveloped. Yeah. And somebody came in there Bought and all masquerades land. like, we gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah. They're building we can't have a venue next to a fucking apartment complex, so you know they relocated and everything. So, so we've seen this happen a lot, especially within the past like what ten, fifteen years. Oh yeah, um, I know it's happened. It's more prominent in, in larger cities, you know, New York, um, Chicago, L.A., Chicago, San Francisco, places like that. But now it's creeping into it's more creeping of our in. our neck of the woods, yep. and and it's interesting where like there's this place of like this rich history and and it's interesting they could have like taken this story and instead of like focusing on the candyman thing and the horror of it, they could have actually taken it to where like the rich history you know like the the positive side of it, but instead that you know they went with the candyman mythos and focused on the negative aspect of it that's dated back like years and years like a hundred plus years yeah, you know to
0: the nineteen eighteen hundreds.
1: Yeah. So and this this land's kind of been cursed, if you wanna call it that, by by a candy candyman. Yeah. And you know, it's a vengeful spirit that just fucking shows up and rips assholes mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Like that's All exactly the what he was uh,
0: faces, the paintings that he had. You know yeah. what what kind of threw me, man, because I thought this was gonna happen, like so his girlfriend, when she was little, her dad, went, yeah, went jumped crazy out the window and yeah. was painting faces like that. Yeah, so he somehow, you know, found out about Candyman or something happened. Yeah, unexplained. And whenever the brother, little Nas X was like, <laughs> "We're gonna, uh, we're gonna go in and we have to sell the storage unit." We gotta get all yeah. the paintings out of there, which she hasn't seen, yeah, since she was a little kid. I thought she was gonna see those paintings
1: and say that they were make the connection. connection. Yeah,
0: I'm uh, almost yeah. certain that was gonna be in the movie, but was removed because the movie was an hour and a half, so they cut it down. Yeah, I'm almost certain because they they br- they made the you know they show us that and they brought it up. Yeah, and I was like, oh, she's gonna figure out. But instead of doing that, the connection they made was like, you know, every here you are with another tortured artist. Yeah. You know, that yeah, woman you and, know, just said that. Well, and then they kind of, I thought they were going to do that, but they didn't have to.
1: Yeah. And honestly, I think that if they would have went that route with it, made that connection to where like, because like when he gets to the end of the film, he kind of starts to become the different versions of Candyman, like the different iterations. Yeah. Um, after he's dead and once she summons him again. And I thought that like, that would have been a cool way for her to see her dad. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. In one of those iterations and be like, Oh, this is his voice. He was fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been more impactful. Like I'm glad that they, they went the way that they did with it, but I think that that would have been more impactful overall. And I don't think it would have taken anything away from the actual story itself. I uh, think it would have added. Then it more would have made it, sense why
0: she yeah. was with this guy, like she was, you know, pulled to him. Like, yeah, yeah.
1: So, but so, it, and it's interesting because it also has a, a pretty cool, you know, nod and play to um, urban legends. Because you know, yeah. the candy the Candyman, you know, quote unquote urban legend is like based off the Bloody Mary thing, yeah, right? It is. You go. You go in the bathroom, you say, say Bloody Mary three
0: times. Yeah. yeah. See, in, in my mind, been... I always thought you said Candyman three times. Yeah. And then when I started watching the movie, and I was like, oh, yeah, this' is five. I was like, huh. That was
1: Beetlejuice. Yeah.
0: yeah. And Bloody Mary. <laughs> yeah, Bloody Mary. You yeah. in the mirror. You got to do it in the dark, though. When you cut the light yeah. on, she'll be there. And I'm yeah, like, and then fuck she'll fucking... that. You know?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't even want a chance. <laughs> not I'm even not... trying.
0: No, hell no. I don't want any bad juju in my house.
1: Yeah, but it, it. I like how it played on the idea of like the the whole urban legend and how it yeah. twisted and warped over time for each. You know, because even the the legend of the the white woman, right? Mm-hmm. She kidnapped the baby. Like the stuff in the movie in the original movie happened, but it didn't happen like that. Yeah, it happened a completely different way. So even their version of the urban legend of the white woman that like beheaded the Rottweiler and did fucking snow angels in the blood and stuff like that. Wasn't the same way that that shit played out. It got twisted and warped all this time into becoming that urban legend. And then Candyman being like the, the focused figure in the urban legend, him needing people to like summon him and kill them to become more and more um
0: i don't know like real yeah well yeah like he feeds off of it yeah and it more makes fear and more, more people yeah yeah what was cool was um you know finding out when he went to that hospital and they were like you were born here and i was like oh was yeah. he the baby yeah
1: that's not good yeah, he, the baby? yeah right. and he goes
0: to his mom which sounds like she was was born in georgia yeah but um I like that when when he started to say Candyman and she did that clap. Mm-mm. Yeah, she's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, say that uh-uh. shit up in here, motherfucker. Yeah, right. Um, but whenever, like, those the girls go into school and do it. Um, yeah, you got these puppets showing you the backstory the whole time, which are really cool. They're like stick puppets with like a stick on them. Yeah. Um. Then you find out that the guy from the laundromat that his sister you know, ends up dying to Candyman when he's a kid, like, she was like, go play with your puppets. Yeah. So that was him telling that story the whole time. Yeah. i was yeah. like, oh, that's cool how well, they like let you know who was doing that. Yeah. Um. Why? Why did he work with Candyman? Like, why was he so I get well, what he was... said. You know, later on, he was like, they need to remember these people, all these people that have died and, yeah. you know, been beat and all this. He wanted to, but Candyman killed your sister, dude.
1: Well, I think it's the idea
0: that... Yeah, right.
1: Well, I think it's the idea that, like, okay, you know, they had the projects gated off where nobody could get into it. And
0: then he was in there rooting around for some reason. Yeah.
1: So I think it's the idea that if... Because, like, that area, Cabrini Green, I think was the name of it. Mm -hmm. Like, that area got a lot of attention whenever this shit started happening again. And it died off. That's... Well, I'm talking about like once the the painting thing happened. Oh yeah. And the thing then I think in his mind he's like, "Well, if I can make this shit start happening again, I and it starts man happening back out there." Well, and not only that, but when white people hear about a fucking uh, a gigantic black ghost with a hook hand, yeah. they ain't moving there. You know what I mean? For sure. Like that Cuz so they're the walls. Ex- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to it's going to make all this development for nothing. Like they'll have to lower everything to the point where people can actually, you know, lower income people would be able to move back into that area. I think that that was his motivation okay. for everything. He Keep was pissed away. at the, yeah, he was pissed at everybody. So like them doing this to his, his fucking area of the town. People, and that's another thing. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, like Cause did. he said, him.
0: that's the day I saw fear. That old man came out of that wall and this is before he's candy, man. You know yeah. he's alive. Yeah. And he came out of that wall and he almost looked like, you know, like there's something wrong with him.
1: Yeah, he was might acting. Be, a little, be a
0: little slow, yeah. something. Yeah. And he's trying to give this kid candy. And then like he said yeah. later they found out it wasn't him putting razor blades, but he's like they beat him. Yeah, beat him to he death. Couldn't recognize him. Yeah. And that I think that was real big with him too right there. That was the point where he was like, fuck these motherfuckers, dude. Yeah. Like, this is fucked up. That guy didn't do anything. He was just handing candy out.
1: Yeah. But, you know, that's that whole knee-jerk reaction and, like, how... I mean, it's, a, of course, a mirror, you know, pun intended there. Yeah. Of, like, you know, the current uh, culture, yeah. but to an even more extent. Because, I mean, I haven't seen any video of a, of anybody a group of people beating anyone to death with sticks recently you know what i mean
0: and i saw the proud boys beating up spantifa but that's something that's something <laughs> different you know yeah
1: that's not all <laughs> that that's, that's not a few weeks ago but <laughs> some dude yeah. handed out candy in a yeah. laundromat no nah, these people know? were
0: like trying to set cars on fire and they got whooped up on but yeah. uh that whole thing though man like so they leave there and the next thing you know this dude like he just ends up Go into this, this. This would look like the, like the projects, that little area yeah. there, where it was built and laid out. Like, I can't even remember what made him go there. Didn't he uh, heard he was something going, about the story, right? Well, he, he heard about the white
1: woman and he went in there to take that's pictures. That's right. That's right. He got motivated by it, you know? So,
0: he was trying to do some, because he was like, he's an artist. And he yeah. hadn't had anything in a while. He wanted something different. Yeah. Other than what he, you know, kind of got his break on. Yeah. And buddy, he got it.
1: Yeah, big time, too. It's crazy going off of, um what you call it, Velvet Buzzsaw. Oh, yeah. And some of the similarities between that and this.
0: Yeah, this one was better.
1: Oh, definitely. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But, no, I I really like the direction that they took everything. And, like, I really love the less is more thing. Like, oh yeah, they show you the one murder happened in, inside the, the art
0: gallery. Yeah. And then they don't show well, you anymore. And the way they guy. show it, like, the camera is, like, pulled off of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, and then it, it keeps, like, getting further and further away. Yeah. Like, when you see the woman that he goes to visit that was like, well, you, you people. And he's like, what do you mean? You people, you know what I mean? That moment where she was like, yeah. you people, she's like, you know, artist. And it's like, mm, bitch, yeah. you know, I, I yeah. was offended too. I was like, wait a minute. What's this bitch talking about? You
1: yeah. Know? Calm down. Yeah.
0: But whenever you see her get killed, the camera's pulling out of her apartment and I'm sitting there watching it and I'm like, what's going to happen here? Like, why are they showing this apartment scene? Yeah. And then you just see her slam against the wall. And a streak of blood goes across. And I was like, oh, that's cool. But it just kept getting further and further away from seeing the kids. Like in the bathroom with the girls, you see the whole thing through a fucking little compact Compact mirror, mirror. dude. Yeah. Which is clever. It's very clever. The way they did that. uh, The scene in the elevator. Oh, that was
1: insane. Yeah. All mirrors. All mirrors, everything, dude. dude. Mirrors, all of my mirrors. My mirrors. Don't believe me, just mirror, 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 yeah. mirror. <laughs> um they did it very tastefully, man. And like, so we got Halloween, you know, and then ha- you know, Halloween, the twenty eighteen version was a follow up to the original. Candyman's done it. I know Texas Chainsaw's working on doing one right now. Um, I really like the direction that a lot of these like, you know. I guess you would call them reboots to an extent, but yeah. the way that they're just a continuation of the overall story. Um, I don't know if Candyman will get a sequel. I have a feeling it probably won't, and I don't think it really needs one. No. I think I think the implications that it sets up at the end of the film, like this is going to keep going. Yeah, like until everybody until it dies down again. Yeah, and then there'll be another yeah.
0: twenty, you know, you know, another fifteen, twenty yeah. years from now.
1: Yeah. Which is fine in fifteen or twenty years I'll watch another Candyman movie, you know? Yeah. So
0: But if they released yeah. another one, I wouldn't be mad at it. I'd probably watch it. Um But I'm kinda well, with that. Like I feel like it's, it's better one if none. they don't. Yeah, for sure. Because they could mess up what they did. And it's like Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, let's just leave it like this. Yeah. His design, man, when he was sitting there drawing those eyes, yeah. not even looking at it. He's drawing all these faces, you know. He's seen everyone's face. Uh, when he's yeah. watching the news, and his eyes are like glossed over. Yeah. And then he snaps back into it, and his eyes go back to normal. I was like, "Ooh, he's, like, he's got some bad yeah. juju inside him, dude."
1: Yeah. He's that like, hand, this is though.
0: Great. I was like, dude, "That arm looks bad, I, dude."
1: Never seen a beast thing like that before. Wow. Nah. Motherfucker, better get an EpiPen.
0: Yeah, you know he what, had what I'm had saying. A bad reaction. <laughs> A really bad reaction, right? Um, that's what happens to me if I get stung. Really? Up like that and turn into like volley pop man. <laughs> <laughs> Bollipop man.
2: What happens, I mean, what what wait, happens wait. when you make when you make my girl a horror film?
0: Yeah, right. Oh yeah, the bees.
1: My girl.
3: My... Not the bees, anything but the bees. <gasps>
1: Um, what'd you think about it, Trav? We haven't rated it yet, but, uh, we were
0: kind of wrapping uh, we were it up. Going over scenes and stuff.
2: Yeah. Um, i thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I was surprised and I think that's why I liked it so much because, um, the beginning of the movie was, you know, it was like, all right, like, here's the thing, this movie and the plot, the way they weaved it in with modern stuff. Uh huh. Uh, was really well done, way better than I thought it would be. Yeah. Uh, and then somewhere around the second or third act, they abandon that all to fucking together, and mm-hmm. it just becomes straight up like horror film, and it, and it becomes the whole like it's it's this descent into madness film that's just like layer icing, layer icing, layer icing. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think, I think if I'd went in with expectations, I probably would be disappointed, but I remember enough of the original Candyman that when this movie made some of the, 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 the bigger callbacks, I was able to appreciate it. And that was really well done. Like everything from, from how they, you know, how they the, the the parts at the end where it was like, uh, for instance, when, when they, when they do those quotes where it was like, I'm the, you know, he gives his whole, I'm vengeance. I'm the not speech.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, and I can't remember if it was ever elaborated on in the sequels. Cause I never, re- I don't, I don't recall. I don't recall them. If I, if I watched them there, it's long forgotten. Yeah. Um, I loved how they were like very much like there's that like candy man, like well, homeboy said it best candy man a person. He's the whole damn hive yeah. Yeah. and the whole, and the whole collective consciousness of things and the wrongs of what's gone, you know, the, the gentrification the of these people, neighborhoods yeah. and everything, because that despite what a lot of people probably see in this, in it where they're like, you know, when they, you know, they, they give you the gentrification, uh, Exposition at the beginning of the film and whatnot—that was a heavy thing in the original movie as well. Like when the when the investigator, whenever the woman was going in, the, in into that neighborhood before they tore it down, um, you know, they explained, you know, they they was—it it was, it was very—it it stayed close to the first movie while still being like it's, its one thing. of the best. Yeah, it's one of the best spiritual sequels just something that i've seen in a long time and once again i think it's really to the fact that i did go in with little to no expectation i didn't know how they were going to interpret this how they were going to go about retail and i know we've we've hit on it in, in in movie news you know once it was announced that it was being made yeah. but i was you know I, there's so much news we go over that yeah you know, i'm not gonna just keep every little crumb nook and cranny you know yeah
0: we were talking before you got on about the, the less is more they were doing. Yeah. You know, like the we, scene where it's pulling out from the apartment when he kills her. Mm-hmm. And then, like, seeing the the girls being killed through the compact mirror. Like, the they did a really yeah. good job the way they shot a lot of that. Like, And
2: and absolutely. And something that adds to it as well uh, with less is more, which I'll also be able to call, you know, I, I do recall... The original Candyman was very much a less is more horror film, you know. Mm-hmm. At the very end, things get balls to the wall, but for the most part, during those initial kills in the movie, very quick, you know, you you, yeah. would, you know, someone would some, you know, you'd hear something, and you'd hear Tony Todd's creepy ass voice be like, "Be my victim," and then it's like, okay, you know, <laughs> um, which I'm surprised that that never got that that line never got dropped throughout the movie, which whatever doesn't matter it's just you know um but what was what was i getting at though? i was it was um mm, i don't know <laughs> yeah man it's just like it was it was one i'm glad i'm glad some sort of love has been given to clive barker with the reboots and remakes yeah because uh, that's, I feel like that's a, a little factoid that's going to get overlooked for a lot of folks is that Candyman is a creation of Clyde Barker,
1: and they took it and fucking did some crazy shit with it. You know,
0: it was so mm-hmm. um, cool there at the end when they're in the church. The guy makes yeah. the phone call and he's like, "We got a witness. We got a witness. We need somebody to go on and tell people." Yeah, that's so what that was about. But he cuts that so, dude when it, when he's cut that dude's arm off and you can see that half of his body that's like mm, it's mm. like burnt and it's got holes where it looks like bees have been going in him like his body just looked crazy, man, it looked yeah. really good, and then like the way his arm looked, and then of course he gets that fucking meat hook, and I was like, oh god damn he's gonna shove that in and they don't they don't show it, but it was still enough like yeah, I yeah. heard it go in.
1: Well, when you see the look on his face, and yeah, he's like, got drooling, one
0: tear on the side.
2: Yeah. Well, it's like you could see that the part of him that we met at the beginning of the movie is still inside him. Yeah. Yeah. But like, he's completely succumbed yep. to the the essence of Candyman. That he's he's gone, dude. Yeah. Well, he found out that he was the baby.
3: Yeah.
4: He just kind of. But here's my thing.
2: Which yeah, which here's my thing. Um, So I'm gonna call him Fear the Walking Dead guy because that's what I remember him from.
0: But the laundry man.
2: Yeah, when dude runs into him at the beginning of the film, and from that point to the end, you know he gets established as our exposition guy. Like Mm. he's the dude that when we go see him, he's about to give us. Yeah, more Candyman lore. Lore master, you know?
5: Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, the bean wizard, if you will. So. so My
1: nickname in high school.
2: So the thing is, so, so he's been hanging around, living in, in, in the area. He's one of the old soul, souls that remembers, you know, what the neighborhood was before they tore those creepy ass yeah. things down and everything.
0: Well, he's so, he's also the one telling the story with the puppets.
2: And so, does that make him, so? Is it safe to say that there is a quote unquote cult of Candyman? And I mean, he's he, a big fan, and he was <laughs> part of, and, and he's part of bring try. He, you know, he's because it just it was very much like, oh, you just a motherfucker. I've been wanting to meet. You know, yeah. like, he's like I knew hmm. you'd come
0: back. Heavens to Betsy. You know. Well, you remember that scene when he his sister dies in the bathroom and he tries to open the door. And he yeah. sees Candyman in the mirror, and he puts his hook up to his lips like, shh. Yeah. You know? And I was Which like, I, ooh, yeah. like they had an agreement.
2: Which I love the parallel. I love the parallel where from that dude's perspective, you know, Candyman was like, shh. But then at the end, when the dude, when the ver- when the fully realized version of Candyman's out and about, and he kills that last motherfucker in the street and goes up to the chick... Yeah. And his head is just that formless mass of bees. Yeah, all the and then it can, and then the it constructs together. And then we get the 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 final really good Tony Todd that close think, up. Yeah, and we get that, and all we hear him is just say, "Tell everyone." Yeah, like that was th- that from the moment. Chick gets in the police car, and the cops all like, "All right, here's how the yeah. story's going to be." Yeah, two We're ways pick- we can go about this. <laughs> Welcome to Bandersnatch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, you choose your, your own story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but you know he gives her the dilemma. Like, here's how it's gonna go. Like, it ain't gonna be the truth, but you're gonna pick one of these, and we're gonna roll with it. Yeah. And she's like, "Fuck it, let, let me see, see myself." Yeah. Summons Candyman from that point to the end. I was like, this this that's the part to me that's the best part of the movie in terms of like, all right, you're here to see Candyman.
0: Yeah. Here he is, you know? Yeah. Well, at that, and when that happens, I'm like, is he, he's not really a bad guy. <laughs> I mean, he's kind of like, like, yeah, you know I, I, mean? I had the same Bob. He like, not it was, really very a bad much, guy.
2: but it was still like the part that, that was the subtle detail of, of this whole movie. And I don't know what it is because it's not the only time it's ever happened. Um, but sorry about that. Um, but the whole thing where you see they're like a ghost or a creature or whatever for that matter, and they do that slightly hovered, no bounce in their oh, walk yeah.
0: movement. Yeah, that just irks the fuck. Yeah, out that was of me. crazy when he was floating. Well, yeah. so oh, the dude. first time he, you see it's in that art gallery when he's killing those two. Oh, you, you can just see, see him head. in that beer yeah. and he's floating across the floor, and it's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, dude, run. Yeah, Bust get through the, fuck the fucking out. window. Like, yeah, he just, and he, dude, when he cut that chick's throat, he was like, is this real? I'm like, yeah, dude. She's bleeding <laughs> out right now. I <laughs> oh, mean. Yeah. I loved how, and
2: I loved how visceral they made it whenever he would hook kill someone. Yeah. Like even even though you don't see the the weapon connecting with tissue, just those moments where like someone oh, will get, just it. get picked the fuck up, yeah, and then like just a fucking part of their guts just get ripped the fuck out.
0: Yeah, I love I it. Know, he just... went over there to that um that display that was playing that video that was yeah. taken from you know the hood back in the day, and he yeah. fucking just cut it. That dude was just sitting there. What the fuck? He's I can only see him in the mirror.
3: That was nutty. Yeah.
2: Which, like, I don't know. Maybe it was it's just my maybe it's my white boy interpretation of it. But I felt like that was very significant when you saw Candyman tearing that. Yeah. Because it's like it was almost like we're beyond having those kinds of conversations yeah yeah like he's pure fucking evil he's here to kill you know yeah and i don't know i felt like there was there was something to that maybe yeah
1: but yeah it was uh and and you're right like whenever you get to a, like he's kind of a um the, the hero that you need not necessarily the hero that you want of you know being done wrongfully and i don't know I yeah. mean, whatever you want well however you want to go about it or whatever but it's like yeah i mean <clears throat> he's gonna fuck people up and this is what i told you know because adam was talking about earlier he's like well the dude you know wanted candy man people to know about candy man you know he started kind of getting all this shit going and this that and the other it's like kind of what what's his purpose and all all of it and to me the purpose is like it got a lot of attention people started showing up dead if people keep showing up dead then what are the odds that white people are going to want to move to this area whenever there's a figure you know with a hook hand that's murdering you know a ghost or whatever it is because pretty much everybody
0: that was killed yeah yeah yeah
1: and that's kind of like my interpretation of like, that's his way of getting back at them for coming in there and like running all the people out of that area. And like, you know,
0: fucking on the city. Yeah.
1: Being an asshole, you know? So, yeah,
2: well, yeah. And I think, but I think it's also something that, that, that happens with a lot of Clyde Barker's characters, particularly his, his, his main, um, villains, I guess, if you want to call it, <clears throat> Is that the origins of them try to generate empathy out of you, mm-hmm. but the creation of the creature doesn't. It, it's more of a distraction, you know. Yeah. yeah, it's like, oh man, this great. Like, not necessarily for Candyman, but also for uh, the Hell priests and Hellraiser. Um any kind of demonic entity or any kind of phenomenon that's used in films, just because you're aware of why it exists, it's all, it's, it's a little too late thing now. Yeah. Like, because even though ultimately Candyman or the way they, they portrayed him in this version is that the, you know, one of the, the originals was just, it was, it was some character wrong place, wrong time. They get killed and blamed for it. Yeah. And while that adds to how that power of of Candyman grew, in the end, like I said, where he, where he tears the fucking film thing, it's like that's all of that is fucking irrelevant. You summoned him; he came. Time to kill, you know? Yeah, time to fuck people up with a hook. Um, here. not to paraphrase Pinhead or anything, but you know what I mean, like yeah. Cause you know, and I and I think, well, you know, that's that's the prime sh- uh, scene line to me that defines Clive Barker horror is when Pinhead holds the box and goes, "You opened it. We came." Like, there's yeah. no rhyme or reason. Yeah, like, it just fuck, is. fuck, fuck, understanding. We're beyond that. Like, yeah, you should have yeah. thought about that before you summoned me. You know, Right. and all throughout the movie. They kept telling people, like, every time he'd go sit down and try to pick somebody's brain, they'd be like, you need to shut the fuck up with that name, dude. Yeah. Go like, every,
0: now. Every, every
2: older person was straight up like, dude, shut your goddamn mouth, dude. Don't do it.
0: You remember when he went after the thing at the apartment with his hand and everything, he goes back to the laundromat. And when he walks up, you don't see the way he's looking at the guy, but the guy knows. Yeah. Like, he's like, mm-hmm. you saw the devil, didn't you? Like... He's like, <laughs> he told him a little bit. He was like, "Yeah, go on home. You will feel better tomorrow. Just get yeah. some sleep. Like, all in due time." He knew um, what was happening.
2: Yeah, but yeah, man. Uh, I'm sorry. I give it a, uh, I give it a full star on my end, dude. Um,
4: I think it, I think it's deserving of it. I think, like the original, it's going to go down as a very overlooked film.
3: Yeah. Because, yeah I, sure.
2: because I don't think it generated a lot of buzz.
3: Well, I mean, like, it did a little
1: bit when it, because Pill was involved with yeah. it, but it's not like Get Out or Us that it was just like everywhere. I think if Pill directed it, then it probably would have got more attention. But... Yeah. You know, uh, I camera. did I
2: no. I did like there were a lot of really good uh like shots Oh, it had some
0: great camera work, dude. Yeah. yeah. Um
2: I love that shot where it's aimed down the road. You can see the building off in the distance and you see the two like the symmetry in the two rows of buildings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you see dude in the center of the road, you see them lights flash in the one room and yeah. he goes in. Yeah. And then the way that camera Slowly stares back and like fits its, you know, at, at its fixed point uh-huh. again. Yeah. I like that shit. I love stuff like when, when people are coming out of doors and like, <laughs> unless you're looking at the surroundings, move, you see the camera slowly, just slowly getting closer. Like, no real still shot. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah.
0: I was telling um, Griffin earlier, the shot where he's painting and it's like looking from under. Up yeah, in yeah. His painting, I was like, "He had some really good painting shots." Like, as well, he it's really really his mind, you know. Yeah, it's really
2: it gave that feeling of being really anxious.
0: And I'd mentioned and... this to Griffin, but so in the movie, his girlfriend, her dad, like lost his mind. Oh, he could fly. Well, but if you <laughs> notice when she walks in there, dude, the paintings that are on the wall over there, they're on the floor and stuff. They're <coughs> like the faces. Mm-hmm. that you know this guy was drawing so I thought whenever the brother was like mom wants us to clean out the storage unit with all dad's paintings and stuff and she's like I don't want any of it I thought she was gonna see those paintings again and be like oh shit like make the connection yeah. oh like maybe he was a candy well, man Well, I'm. oh I mean he was he went mad somehow I mean he was those faces man whenever she walked in there the room's all fucked up there's paint everywhere over on the left side of the room, there's he's painted those fucked up looking faces. Yeah, dude, I didn't even pick up the duality in that. So I thought there was going to be a connection with that, but they ended up making it another way. You know. Yeah. But um, because I was, cause so, the movie I was, was just so, an hour and a half, so I mean, they had. I that. was so wrapped.
2: I was so wrapped
0: up in the idea that it's
2: like, oh shit, this dude's not only losing his mind, but he's not like. He didn't just summon the 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 Tony Todd Candy like Man we all know and love. He's you know? he's getting all the mother. He's called, yeah. he's getting the band together like super group, you know? Yeah. Um, or a hive mind, if you will. Um, but yeah, dude. Uh, I think I like it's it's one. Of, I I think the movie could have had an extra fifteen to twenty minutes tacked on.
1: Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. The biggest drawback to me was they kept it at one thirty. Yeah. And once it gets, like, I would have liked to have seen him kind of descend a little bit. Because, like, after he talks to his mom.
2: Yeah. Oh, he, and, no, he knows dive really quick with the yeah. screen time we got.
1: Yeah. And I would have loved to have seen another 15, 15 or 20 minutes where he descends even more into badness and, like, just pretty much succumbs to it like unwillingly succumbs to whatever's happening
2: uh and this this ties into those shots i was talking about too when he goes to talk to the art critic and the cameras the far away shot as it's backing away from the thing you see her like the windows to her apartment and then the people around them yeah and yeah, all, all all you see is her body just lodged at the fucking window and hit the ground. But she's so she's so far away, you can't really see what happened yeah.
0: to her. See the streak yeah. of blood but, go
2: across the window. Yeah, dude, that was just I don't know, little shit like that. Man, goes a long way. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: no, I'm gonna give it a full star as well. Like after sitting on it, marinating on it, because when it went off, I was like, okay, okay. And then like once I started fucking the wheels in the sky started turning, you yeah. know, well, like, I, oh, it's, it's, there's so many layers here, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like the idea of candy man, like the idea of Candyman for us was Tony Todd with a hook, fucking people up. And then mm-hmm. of course the story of the film, you know, was kind of lost in what Candyman actually was. And like the way that they were able to
0: get back to take. It. Well, yeah. You know, and like they were, what it's really about, were,
1: Yeah, and expand on it and make it to where it wasn't preachy. It was just like, it's where this is at is so fucked up.
2: Well, they removed it. They they I think. And as we're talking, it's just kind of I've come to the conclusion that like, you know, being able to to go in there with with surgical precision on the director and screenwriter's behalf. And be able to cut this movie out of the '90s and make Candyman more of a timeless yeah. uh, entity, as opposed to. And and once again, this is with little to no memory of the sequel, so I feel like there might even be more references there. But yeah. the references from the original film that I picked up, I, I like just. As a horror fan and everything, you know, I was I was very appreciative of that. Yeah. It had enough fan service to go, "Hey, we watch the original. We know what the fucks up," because the first thirty minutes of the movie, you're kind of like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, like this is. I mean, it's good. There's nothing wrong with what what I'm watching, but this ain't Candyman yet. Yeah. Like, why? You know, it don't have that that panace yeah and then it's it's a slow burn it's a creeper you gotta let it let it hit that 45 that 30 to 45 minute mark and once you hit that past that you're good
1: yeah but yeah
3: i'm wish it was longer giving it a full star
1: enjoyed it
2: when you want a movie to be longer, it's just that uh, it's just another way of just saying that it left you wanting more. Yeah, right. And and and, and, it, and that can be good or bad, but I I feel like for me in this, it's it was definitely in a good way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um, man. Um, I went in like <clears throat> I just noticed that you know back when we saw the trailer, we were hyped. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit! Jordan Peele's making a goddamn Candyman movie. Fucking right, dude. And then, you know, it dropped off because of everything that happened, you know. But mm-hmm. then the movie comes out, I don't really hear any kind of hype about it. And then yeah. the reviews that I do see, dang good. Like, it got a lot yeah. of bad reviews. So I went into we got... it like, okay, it's probably going to be a turd then. But I, well, we always wasn't.
2: we've always got to remember though, gentlemen, when it comes to slasher films. Even though a lot of praise for these movies, and a lot of them are timeless now, a lot of the best horror films that came out got ripped the fuck apart. Oh by yeah, critics. when they
0: came out. Oh yeah,
2: absolutely. And, and but but yeah, I, I same thing here though, Adam. I was very much like like why is there no buzz about this shit? Yeah. Why where's Where's my where's my watch mojo ten things I missed in Candyman video? Like where's <laughs> you know, where's my you know, where's where's all that shit really? But it was a great
0: movie, man. Yeah, I give it a star. I liked it. Like you said, Hail dude, it, hour man. and a half. I yeah. mean, we're we're you know, it depend depending on the movie. We're kind of past keeping it cut down like to an hour yeah. and a half. That's you know, that's the old ways, like Give me a two-hour movie. Yeah, right. Because, dude, I'm like, sure. when shit started popping off, I pulled my phone out and looked at the Plex thing, and I was like, there's only like seven minutes left. I was like, damn. Right. Holy shit. Right. So, a lot's about to happen.
2: Um, which makes me wonder, which it seems like an honest effort from the director, but I wonder, I would like to have a... a, a Uh, some sort of podcast episode of somewhere where they've sat down with, with, with the director and, and hear what they've, what they, what they would have done if it had been more of like a, Hey, blank check, make you movie. Yeah. Uh, or Hey, no, no time restrictions, you know, go, go full. Give us
0: the, give us the cut, you know? Yeah. I feel like one reason too why they may have done the the hour and a half because you know, like all those movies back then were about that long, so they were probably just trying to keep it in the try to keep it around the same time.
2: And I mean, one of the reasons that makes Candyman so good is that it's a simple concept. Yeah, when you remove the lore and the setting, what Candyman is, his approach to killing, all that stuff, very, very simple. Yeah. But it's all of the embellishment and the nuance that's brought to it through the writing and through, and like seriously, Tony Todd, criminally underrated horror icon. Yeah. I know, and I know in the in the the main, like if horror's your thing and you go to cons, like you know who the fuck he is, and there's no underration towards him at all. But in the mainstream, I, you know, not like it. Not a lot of props goes to him, man. And that guy can deliver just one or two dialogues and will make you
0: your fucking skin crawl.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so you
1: just come up in one day.
0: So the movie oh. was, um, had a $25 million for the budget.
1: I mean, they did good work. And they with made
0: it, 75 million. So I mean, what were those numbers again, Adam? I'm sorry. Um I was adjusting my volume. The the movie budget was twenty five million. Yeah. Uh they raked in seventy five million. Uh check so, this out. So bro. hopefully we'll get a sequel, man.
1: Yeah, I was just looking at that. She's um, directing the Marvel.
0: She is. So this was the yeah. chick that directed this and wrote it. Mm-hmm. She's doing the Marvels.
4: Okay. Yeah, I see you out there.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: I mean, great, great effort,
2: man.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, she did a short in 2020, and that's probably what got her this.
2: I mean, to already have a an iconic horror uh, character at IP or whatever, and you're working with Marvel. Yeah, making um, like moves. I mean talk about hitting the ground running in your directing career. Yeah, for real. Uh I'm sure the Marvels is I'm sure the Marvels is gonna be better than Captain
4: Marvel.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You wanna hit on some movie news real quick? Yeah. All right. So first up, Marvel's Eternals tells two stories across two time periods. It says a new Disney press release has revealed that upcoming MCU installment Eternals will tell two stories across two very separate time periods, all while examining the close-knit group of characters that make up the Tiddler <coughs> film, titular team. Sounds like Eternals will make great efforts to portray the 7,000 years in which the Marvel heroes have resided on Earth. With the movie likely to jump back and forth between the different settings and thus offering insight into their inner workings and relationships. The story takes place across two time periods. One storyline is set in the past when they operated as a formidable team and a close family unit. The second storyline is in the present when the group is fractured and split apart, uh, content to live among humans hiding in plain sight. The prevailing threat of the deviants which once uh, again threatens the existence of mankind means the Eternals have to put their differences aside and regroup. So I kind of wondered because, you know, a lot of the stuff that we've seen, it's yeah. got like some, some stuff that was old school. Also old some and new. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So they got to get the band back um, together. Might yeah. That bad. should be fun. Well, yeah. I hope they, I hope they do it in a way to
2: where the timelines converge and we see who fucked over who and why everything's fractured. Oh, I'm sure we will. Yeah, I'll tell you the story I, along the way. Because I feel like it should it, it <laughs> should pivot to a downer. That way, when they finally team up and we have our next slice of 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 action sequences where it's just everyone kapow, booming and shooting through buildings, you know, it'll add more weight to that if we know it's some character's redemption or some character sacrifice, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I mean, I'm I'm excited for this. I <clears throat> I hate that I hate that it get that, that stuff like like movies like this get overlooked by the, you know, the bigger names cuz you know, Doctor Strange, WandaVision, Loki, whatever. It's easy for like despite the cast, it's easy for this property to probably fall under the radar. Yeah, Because the footage that we see in the trailers looks, looks mint. Yeah,
1: I'm excited for it, man. So next up is Marvel's Blade movie targeting a Halloween 2022 release date. The rumor mill has Marvel fans freaking out, thinking we'll be getting the Blade reboot sooner than expected. On Twitter, the official page for Marvel India posted the India release slate for the next six Marvel movies mm-hmm. featuring five sequels we already knew about with their twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two release dates attached. Curiously Blade is also on the roster and it even names October the seventh, twenty twenty two as the official release date. Marvel India has since deleted the tweet, but the photo is still floating around online. Yeah, so I saw this today yeah I mean when would be a better time to release Sorry. Blade? than Halloween
4: yeah. You know? I mean come on hear me out
2: <laughs> I hope the person that did the score for Thor Ragnarok scores this movie oh that would be awesome as like a nod to that early 2000s late 90s uh, EDM fucking techno shit yeah like when he goes inside the club in the, the original movie and it's playing that dope ass fucking song and everybody's just fucking vampire fucking trance the fuck out.
3: Yeah. And then the bloodbath. I'm hoping that we get the, um, the Chris Christofferson
1: role. What was his name? Whistler. Uh, yeah. I hope that we get Whistler casting soon, you know, because right. like, It's going to have to be a big demand. I think that they'll pull a legendary actor for that role. I don't know why, but I think that they will.
2: It would be cool if... like, I wonder if they're going to retell the story of him battling Deacon Frost.
1: I doubt it. Well, or they might build it up to that. Because Deacon was kind of like his Joker to an extent, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I I didn't read a lot of Blade. I'll be honest. When I was younger, and I watched the movie, I didn't realize Blade was a comic character. Tossed all yeah. the credits and was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, what happened people, here? People, people made Spider Man made this shit. Yeah.
1: So, um. All right, next up, let there be carnage destroys weekend box office competition with 90.1 million debut. It says Venom, let there be carnage, devoured the weekend box office competition after bringing in 90.1 million. The highly anticipated sequel debuted at number one and easily scored the highest domestic pandemic opening, squashing Black Widow's previous record of 80.8 million. The studio was cautious with their initial projections for Venom, but it was clear to outsiders that the studio was sitting on a box office monster just waiting to be unleashed. Um. It says here that the total they got what an additional thirteen point eight million uh, internationally, and bringing the global total up to a hundred and three point nine million. So, I mean, it's safe to say, probably going to get another. You know, another Venom sequel, right? Probably. Have have y'all heard any of the spoilers for Venom?
0: I haven't heard any spoilers, uh, but I've seen no, people online not. that are like, Good movie. Go see it.
2: Now, I'm living in a parallel universe, apparently, guys, because <clears throat> I've seen the exact opposite. Oh. Uh I've seen I've seen people rip at a new one, but that just goes to show you how just different the internet is, man. Yeah. But I've managed to stay away from spoilers, yeah. uh, and I'm not, I'm not letting the 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 internet's opinion because I'm 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 really hoping this movie comes in clutch. And with the news, the article that you dropped about it, you know, making as much bank as it did, you know, that makes me hopeful. Yeah, yeah, because that means over the weekend, some people were like, yo, know, you need to go watch this.
1: Well, I plan on going to watch it like a week from today somewhere in that time period. Cause spoilers guys, I'm going on vacation next week, but um, we're going to go to the movies while we're on vacation and watch it. So I'm excited to see it. Like I enjoyed the first Venom enough to want it. And I think that like, you know, I still think that it's gonna be like a lot of hit and miss from the first one, but I think that it's gonna be an enjoyable ride. And I think that they've probably learned enough from uh the mistakes from all the stuff that I've seen. Cause my biggest thing was like, why the fuck do they have the fucking fight scene happen at the end? Like and there should have been another uh a smaller fight sequence that was a little bit better happened before then. Now every like promotional thing that we've seen, it's like they're fighting in in a fire, so you can see everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm I'm very excited to see it. And then I haven't. I mean, I've read something earlier on accident, looking for movie news, but I didn't like. Once I saw it, I quit reading. You know what I mean? So I hope it like it spooled basically what the post credit scene
3: was. Mm-hmm. So but I'm
2: okay. Yeah. With that. Um, I've i seen where a lot of articles, they, they didn't name drop <clears throat> any like locations, situations or characters, <clears throat> but I have seen articles that would start with, uh, headlines along the line of like, you know, holy crap, that venom ending, or, you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm thinking I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna roll the dice. I'm guessing either it sets up to cross over into Spider-Man three or it's setting up to cross over with whatever the fucking hell they're trying to do with Morbius and all that shit.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, could be both. I don't know. Could be both.
2: Like it would be, it would be an interesting take if Sony were able to craft Venom in the 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 Spider Man Cinematic Universe, whatever the fucking name they gave it. Sony Spider Man Cinematic, whatever. Uh, it would be interesting <laughs> if uh if they went the route of uh having that be one of the different Earths from the MCU Multiverse. Yeah, uh, and in that particular universe, Spider-Man died, and the hero we get's fucking Venom and Eddie Brock. Like they step up to the plate. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, some people would think that's dog shit, and you know, for all it probably is, but I mean, we're living in a world where people's got a lot of time to sit and cra- craft, work on their writing craft, so. I'm not going to say that that's outside the realm of possibility that, you know, someone could, you know, capture lightning in a bottle with it.
3: Yeah, absolutely. All right. Stephen King's The
1: Dead Zone is on Jason Bloom's reboot wish list. Uh, Jason Bloom has become one of the go-to producers when it comes to horror movies and Bloomhouse has a number of big movies currently in development. As you would expect when it comes to the dark side of cinema, there is one author's work that any horror producer wants on their slate, Stephen King. While Bloomhouse is currently producing a new adaptation of King's Firestarter and Christine, Jason Blum recently revealed that there is one of the Master of Horror's novels that he wished he could have developed, and that would be the 1979 story, The Dead Zone. It says, like many of King's best-known novels, The Dead Zone has already been brought to screens in two previous iterations. Uh, David Cronenberg's 1983 movie featured a stellar performance by Christopher Walken in the lead role of Johnny Smith, a man who suffers a near-fatal car accident that puts him in a coma for five years. And as a result of brain damage, he wakes up with the ability to see a person's future when he touches them. In addition to the film, the novel also provided the premise for the 2002 six-season series that saw Anthony Michael Hall take over the role. Speaking with comicbook.com, Bloom said, We didn't get it, but I'd love to do The Dead Zone. That would be cool. To reboot that in some way would be cool. We don't have it. I know we don't have it. It's sad that we don't have it but we don't. <laughs>
5: God, this motherfucker
1: is
3: for well, I guess they
1: don't have <laughs> it. You
2: know?
3: Yeah.
2: Um, Man. I mean, it's the damn I, Can I make a controversial opinion? Least favorite? Let's leave Stephen King properties the fuck alone for a couple of years.
1: Well, I mean, with with it... And the stand doing okay. People are like, "Fuck it, dude. Let's fucking buy it up and make it."
2: But they'll they'll remake things that have already been made, but they won't try to do stuff that hasn't. That's my that's my issue with Stephen King cinematic stuff now. Yeah. Is it's like, oh, it's another fucking remake of a seventy eight. You, you know. <clears throat> yeah. Let me guess. Dead is better. Yeah. Uh <laughs> But like. They should really go after. If they redo anything, redo an anthology television series. Nightmares and Dreamscapes was not by any means the best anthology show. There were a lot of de- a lot of dumb episodes as opposed to really banger ones, and there were a few on there. Yeah. But I think if they went back, sifted through Stephen King's bibliography, and found a you know either just. The best of the best, or just pick a book and call the series that and try that again. I think with the advancements in a lot of like you know a lot of the younger folks that that are that that got into King now and have that cinematic eye as we're seeing like with Candyman and shit, there's a lot of room in those short stories for a lot of these filmmakers to be able to throw together as a good ninety minute you know display of what they can do. Yeah, so that they could work up to being like, oh, you know, the guy that did the short story on episode blah, 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 blah. blah? Yeah, he's making the stand and it's going to be like, what? You know? Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, think about all the work that he probably hasn't published either. Yeah. I mean, just stuff and, that he's like, you know, thrown together that he's never touched again, that he could dig out of the vault or someone could, you know. Entice him to dig out of the vault well, and just kind of, you know.
2: I don't know if it's still the. I don't know if it's still the deal, but Stephen King
0: and him and sells his, son his kind of deal They sell
2: they sell their movie rights for a dollar. I think yeah. King, or I believe King does. I, I, I'm sure that's 100%. not the case anymore. But like, he'll, like, he'll, like, if because he wanted to promote the idea of young filmmakers making movies, so he's oh, like hell. Okay. If they want if they want to make my shit, I'll charge them a dollar. That's yeah. all I want. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens with it. But I thought that that was interesting. It's like the dead zone really doesn't come to my mind when I think Stephen King. And it's no. not saying that it's bad or anything like that. Like the the Cronenberg Christopher Walken stuff was great, but
2: like, well, as well, I mean, as the article said, there was a six season television show. Yeah. Yeah. I so mean, there's plenty of dead zone to be watched for someone who hasn't watched it or has a itch to watch that story. Yeah. So uh, next, um, well, oh, right. I'm still, I'm just saying, I'm still a little salty about how they treated the Dark Tower. But I mean, you know, it's no big deal. It's just it'll get its comeuppance, dude. <laughs> no, it won't. <laughs>
1: um, this is something I wanted to throw this in here. Will Smith hopes to return his Deadshot and Suicide Squad sequel. Why the fuck didn't you show up in the Suicide
0: Squad sequel? You know, I think he was busy. I think I remember hearing he was doing something and he couldn't be in the movie.
1: Well, it says that oh. Dead, Deadshot was one of the key players in David Ayer's Suicide Squad. So when talk first began to circulate of the sequel, it was obviously believed that Will Smith would be part of the new ensemble. However, that didn't happen, and between rumors that Idris Elba was taking over the role at one point, it was hard to see that Smith would reprise his role again at any point after the Suicide Squad. Speaking in a new GQ undercover video, the actor both confirmed why he did not appear in Gunn's take on DC's ragtag bunch of villains, but more surprisingly seemed to suggest that he would be open to return to the franchise. He said, yeah, I was working and they were ready to shoot. It was a timing issue, Smith said. Uh, They left Deadshot out, right? After a a confirmation from off-camera, he continues, so Idris is playing a different character, or he is playing Deadshot. All right, cool, so I can come back. So, but, I mean, look, man. Like, I know that, like, all that shit with James Gunn happened and everything, but, like, it's fucking Will Smith. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, wait a week and a half and get that motherfucker locked down. Yeah, b-roll or something. Yeah. Like, and don't get me wrong. I love Idris Elba's inclusion in it. Like, yeah, I thought that he did a fantastic job, but like, I don't know. I guess that since the other movie wasn't as received quite as well, then he, he might have been a little bit less motivated to like, try it, you know, go back to the drawing board. But now that the James Gunn version's getting all this praise and stuff. He's like, shit. Yeah.
0: Damn.
1: Wild, wild west. Who did Idris
0: Elba play again?
1: bloodshot who bloodshot i'm I've just never heard of him yeah i mean he's you know oh.
0: i thought mean. he was playing that i thought he was too I didn't until watch the movie the and i'm like oh, it's not stuff. it's not the same character. yeah okay
1: cool all right. he had all those guns attached to his body like what the
0: fuck <laughs> but look man here's what happened. he's like i was busy uh after the other one got shut on he was like hmm. Yeah, but then now everybody's like, "Oh man, it's so good!" He's yeah, like, I'll be Me. in the next one.
2: Well, he, I bet, I just, I bet he just regrets, but just ditching it to complete his battle pass, you know? Yeah,
4: yeah, right. Like the Matrix. Yeah.
1: Man. Um, we've got some good news here, though. Friday the Thirteenth screenwriter wins big victory and ongoing yeah. legal battle looks like the long running legal battle over the rights to Friday the 13th is finally coming to an end for years. The future of the slasher movie series has been bleak uh, with the rights to Jason Voorhees and the original movie under contention on Thursday, the second circuit court of appeals sided with original screenwriter, Victor Miller. And now he's set to reclaim the domestic rights to Friday the 13th. Uh, This does shit this decision has been made has been a long time coming after pending the script for the first Friday, the 13th movie over four decades ago, Miller had sought to reclaim the rights to his work due to a provision in copyright law that allows original authors to do so after a statutory amount of time, original movie producer, Sean S Cunningham and horror Inc. The then rights holders sued Miller to prevent him from getting the rights. Um, in September of 2018, Victor Miller won the rights battle against Cunningham, but the decision was promptly appealed. This put the Friday the 13th series on ice for the foreseeable future, and the pandemic only further delayed a final ruling from being made. Now, more than two years after the previous ruling, Miller has come out on top with the latest development. The Second Circuit rejected Cunningham's counterclaimed that Miller was an independent cron- contractor who wrote the screenplay and wouldn't be entitled to the au- uh, authorship rights. Uh, the Copyright Act and the NLRA serve altogether different purposes and focus on different economic sectors, right? Circuit Judge Susan Carney in the decision. <clears throat> As the Supreme Court explored extensively in uh, read Section 101 of the Copyright Act uses a more restrictive definition of employment, one aimed at limiting the contours of the work for higher determination and protecting authors, the individual creators of works whose foundational value the Constitution itself recognizes and Congress has expounded upon. I'm not going to go on the rest of it. It says it's reportedly possible that Cunningham and Horror, Inc., could seek a rehearing before a fuller panel at the Second Circuit Court of Appeals. If that doesn't go through, the next step would be to petition the Supreme Court to hear the case. Because Miller's rights only pertain to the original Friday the 13th, it doesn't include the monstrous adult version of Jason Voorhees that shows up in the sequels, and Cunningham still owns the foreign rights. In any case, this is a major development and good news for fans wanting to see this legal battle come to an end once and for all. So I'm guessing that they couldn't make any Friday the 13th movies until litigation was over, yeah. right? So I am seeing it that- on
0: IMDb that on if you go to his shit, he's got one announced. Of course, there's no date. But he's got a script, and it says a reboot of the classic horror film which will premiere 40 years after the original. So he's doing the Okay. You know what I mean? He watched fucking uh, Halloween and was like, oh. Well, like, have that's we? The yeah. Plan. yeah. That's why he's trying to get it back, though. He's got a script and he wants to. I mean, and that'll yeah. be awesome. Because mm-hmm. I, I like that format where they just, it's like, just come in right yeah. after the original, just 40 years later.
1: Yeah. Fuck it, dude. So I'm glad that it's over. Yeah, man. I mean, this was stretching out because, like, you know, like, They've got the rights to Nightmare on Elm Street, right? Uh And then, like, New Nightmare kind of, like, took that idea and kind of ran with it, like, a little bit. Um, But it would be very interesting if they did the same thing with Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, Friday the 13th. Um, I can see Scream doing something similar to this in the future. Yeah. Like, I mean, since it's already kind of a parody of horror films. Yeah. Like, why not parody the, you know, that? So. But yeah, good for him, man. All right. Last up. I'm going to throw this at you. I want y'all to tell me. Yeah, or nay. All right. Okay. The 10, the 10 scariest horror movies of all time. All right. Number one. I don't know what order this is in because there's no numbers. But number one, The Exorcist.
0: I think it deserves to be on the list. Now, I don't really get scared watching movies, you mm-hmm. know. Especially, I mean, now maybe when I was a kid, but I think it deserves to be on the list.
5: Yeah, uh, you know.
4: Try. What do you think?
0: Yeah. I feel like I feel like
2: I, like with with what Adam said. Like, yeah, there's I don't know. There's some. Like nuance is creepier than what you're actually looking at these days, you know. Yeah. Like or I mean, you know, what I mean like in terms of like instead of blood guts and gore. Anyway, uh I think it deserves to be on the list because I don't know. There's like this movie is the I mean, poster the child changes. for how what's well, the poster child for how people perceive exorcisms.
1: Yeah. Well, so. and not only that, but like how how incredible was this movie. Yeah. Like it's so well made. It so, come out in seventy three. Yeah. Uh
3: next up, Halloween, the original. I think it deserves to be on the list. Yeah.
2: I'll go with yeah, without having to go off in a tangent.
0: All right, for same for same reason as the previous, yeah. right? All right, The Shining, of course. I think it deserves
3: to be on the list. Yeah, uh, Alien. I think it deserves to be on the list. So far, it's a good mm-hmm. list. Wait,
4: was
1: it the second one better? Uh, yeah, but it was more of, like, an action
0: horror thing. <laughs> okay.
1: So, yeah, it was more of an action film than a horror film, I guess. But, like, I do like the second one a lot. And that was but the, that James Cameron,
0: the James He didn't do the first one, did he? No, I was really Scott. No,
1: yeah. That was R.S., you know?
0: Well, that's why it went action. Cameron got involved. I don't know. I'll, I'll leave mine
2: blank. <laughs> I'm that square. Yes no. Well, I. Like, <laughs> Nah, I don't think it deserves to be on the list.
3: Alright, well, what about Psycho? Yeah. Overrated, but yeah. Alright. Texas Chainsaw Mask.
0: This is the original?
3: Yeah,
1: 1972. Nope, 1974? I don't know. Yeah, I don't have the date on there.
2: Yeah. I would, I would say it deserves it it deserves to be on the list but I feel like if you don't live in like hot ass southern yeah. United States rural shit it's not, not gonna really make you. Yeah. sense cause like cause, cause when you, anytime I watch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies I'm like I know how hot it is in that fucking house yeah. right now <laughs> like yeah. no so. way Yeah, and that just adds a level of immersion.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, who will survive and what will be left (laughs) of them?
2: Yeah, like the poster, like the outdoor atmosphere, not the like, not the off the deep end horror shit, obviously, but like you know, the setting of the of the original Texas Chainsaw that house in the middle of a field. Like, there's so many abandoned houses out in rural America, and it's just you know. It's not far for any of us to to see this if we wanted to in real life.
5: Yeah, right.
2: So, and I think that enhances the watch, yeah. the viewing experience. So, yeah, backstory. I think I, I think it deserves. I passed three there of
0: them, them sure. on my way home tonight. You know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. I haven't seen this one, uh, Suspiria.
0: I have never seen this movie, so I can't. It's, it's a deep cut. It's a it's it's Italian horror. Yeah. It's free on Tubi. Uh, um, it
2: Ryan is a tomatoes. cult. It's a cult classic for sure. I watched it a long time ago and it's just, I don't know.
4: It's, I don't it's, know, I'd
0: check it out. It's got a four K yeah, restoration. I was, I,
2: well, it's it's, I believe it's re, I believe there was a remake. It was remade. Like there's a, a 20, uh, not I think maybe is when it came out. Yeah. Um, I would love to podlock these with y'all. Okay. Uh, I'm like that. The Italian horror shit's always 2018.
0: It's on um, uh, uh, Amazon.
1: Shit, I'm down to do it. Was it worth it? it, You know.
0: Mm -hmm. Its score is not as good as the original, but oh yeah, yeah. Release date was 2019. Like um,
4: well I mean the thing about Suspiria Is that like And it makes more sense now
2: um, Here in the article It says Suspiria directly influenced Halloween Which of course influenced the reinvention of the Slasher horror subgenre In American okay. cinema So this is like a,
4: This is a This is the mother, you know, some
0: deep roots.
2: It's the queen, queen of the hot mind.
0: Well, that's like when I think of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I think of like, uh, Rob Zombie's movies. Yeah. Like his kind of, you know, had that whole sitting around the table with dead bodies. Yeah. Weirdness. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Get that bitch out of there.
0: Uh, Poltergeist. I did see this when I was a kid, and yeah. it was a fucking creepy ass movie.
4: Yeah, I agree. I'm it belongs all Caroline,
0: there. You know, <laughs>
3: creepy. All right.
0: Hereditary.
3: Mm,
0: I don't know if it belongs on the top ten. No, it doesn't need to be
2: in the top ten. Scariest. It needs to be put in a, a better list, like top 10 creepy Yeah, most fucked movies. up movies. Well, like, because this movie had elements that were unsettling. Yeah. Not necessarily scary to me. I mean, I know scary can be a very broad generalization, but I, I respect the shit out of this movie for, like, going very deep with their approach to, like, demonology and all of that. Yeah. They don't they don't explain it, they just show it. So yeah. if you're someone that's fucking gotten bored on the internet and went off the deep end and you start seeing this shit, you're like, oh fuck, they're they are they are on some there's some deep cuts. And for that, that's I appreciate that though. And plus, dude, this is the movie where that little girl's head smacks that pole, yeah. dude. Yeah. Like that was rough. But yeah. I would say of the modern movies, it definitely deserves to be on there. Um.
1: All right. The last one's going to be a zinger. You all ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. See it. The, the Blair Witch Project.
0: I'll say that it belongs on a found footage list. Yeah. Because it's like the found footage movie. Yeah. But I, I didn't really, I mean, the hype man, the whole, everybody being like, Really, like it, I'm like, well, who fucking who edited it? You know, yeah. like who made a movie after everybody died? Like these yeah, types or, of
2: um, movies, though. There's a lot I of mean, variables dude, this involved. Went
0: on to, like paranormal activity. Well, I like, mean, those are like <laughs> like.
2: Well, this type of movie, though, the found footage genre as a whole, it all to me, it all really boils down on the fa- on that first watch. Yeah, and what set the the tone for it like did you watch it at night did you watch yeah. it with friends did you did talk you know the whole
0: time did like, you know did you, cut, yeah, did you joke the abs- whole time like
2: yeah shit like that for sure uh i fucked up and watched this movie in broad fucking daylight so to me the first watch i was like this that, wow well, whatever
0: but, i would say my favorite found footage movie is probably cloverfield but um
3: Mine's Chronicle. Yeah, I really like that movie a lot.
0: But uh, that's I don't there. even remember the Blair Witch Project, bro.
2: I think one of the best ones is not really. It's more of a documentary, but it's got a lot of like the footage is body cam footage, and it's that military one called Restrepo.
0: Oh yeah, that was good.
2: Like that's that.
0: that's like real footage that, though, right?
2: Yeah, like yeah, that's that's hel- good. Dude. That's it's helmet just, cam, dude. You it's, know, it's the U.S. It's, it's the U.S. military, uh, like digging out this this fucking one of those um, dangerous places. Yeah, I think it's the Kandar Providence, in, I think can, yep. in Afghanistan, Yeah, and there it's literally just this little outpost surrounded by mountains and. Like it's one of the places where they take they take gunfire like every every couple of hours like they're constantly fighting.
0: Right, you will see these soldiers lose people.
2: Yeah, that was a crazy like. Yeah, uh, it's worth your time, man. That is good.
1: I'll have to check her out then. But yeah, that's all the movie news that I saw. I mean, it's kind of a kind of dry right now. I mean, there's a lot of Spider-Man theories and shit going around, especially with Venom, so I didn't want to touch any of that. Um, There's a lot of... um, Excuse me. What you got? Did
0: y'all see that Daredevil news? No. So, all right, Echo is gonna be in the Hawkeye show. Uh Uh-huh. Echo's the adoptive daughter of Kingpin. Uh Uh-huh. So they're gonna do an Echo like spinoff now, really, it's going to be like watching a fourth season of Daredevil is what they're saying, because all those okay. characters are coming back. Some of their backstories may be just a little different, but all the same people. Right. A dude playing Daredevil. like, And they okay. said it'll be like you're watching another season of Daredevil, but it is an Echo show. You know, hmm. like, so that's happening. Yeah. And another thing that was confirmed, so that clip and Spider-Man, where it looks like Daredevil may be in the room with him. Yeah. So they've been playing the trailer in IMAX theaters. Yeah. On the IMAX screen, you can see more of the screen. Right. Not Daredevil. You can see the okay. guy's face. Uh, okay. And, the, you know, when you stand there and you see his, his arms.
1: Yeah. And he yeah. was like,
0: I promise you, those aren't my arms. <laughs> now, he still may be in it, but on the IMAX right. trailer, you see when the guy's standing there, you see his arms. Like, you could see the face. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's not him. So. I mean. Okay. But I thought that was I, cool about the Daredevil stuff. You know, he that recently he was like, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. With the Daredevil stuff. But it came from a Patreon um, of this guy that he's like a known, like Marvel leaker. And he, you know, he's usually right. Like he gets stuff from somewhere. You know, he's like a doomcock. You know. Yeah. Oh, and he leaked it. I wish,
1: I wish my name was Doomcock. Yeah. That's such a cool name. That
0: <laughs> salt, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so but yeah. All right. So we should be. We may even see him in the. What you call it? Show the Hawkeye show. I don't know. I don't
1: know. Oh, that'd be awesome, name. right?
0: He's gonna be in the series with the character that gets introduced in the Hawkeye show. I didn't even know Echo was Echo in the older. She wasn't in the Daredevil series. I I didn't finish it.
1: I haven't watched season three yet. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm behind, you know.
0: Yeah. So
1: I'm ready for trailers though. We got yeah, some yeah. bangers in here, dude. Some
0: bangers. Yeah. When I got on here, I was looking to see if you put that Game of Thrones.
1: Oh, yeah, oh, of course. The fucking cult of the dragon queen or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, Red Wedding whatever, Part no. 2. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
0: Looking to uh, fish ready.
1: Yeah. To start again. Yes.
0: Come on. It's hey, a Max, nice night. <laughs> where have you been? <laughs> I been MIA.
1: Yeah, I mean he's been making moves, you know, just not any that anybody's seen. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you know, it's hard out here for a pimp former doctor. I guess doctor. I'm pulling up my pulling the
4: setup
1: up. Yeah, the clay station. <laughs> Fuck Clay Station. He's like, I want a fucking PS T shirt. I want a fucking PlayStation hat, dude. I'm fucking Clay Station. Okay.
0: Do we have the trailer for? Yeah, uh... I mean it ain't a movie, but they did drop the teaser for uh Dave Chappelle's new specials out today.
1: Oh, it's in there.
0: Okay. Hell yeah.
1: I, I, I put it in there. I mean, it's Chappelle, dude.
5: Yeah.
3: Fucking like national treasure, you, you know. Yeah. Hey, that just Dave came Japan. out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's
1: how he drops his yeah, shit. He's down.
0: like, oh, and by the way, new special.
1: Yeah. Ah, 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 yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you were going to get one. He's like, ah,
0: come ah, over ah. sometimes. We'll watch Django.
1: I'd love to watch Django with him.
0: I'd love to watch Django with anybody that hasn't seen it. Yeah.
1: I, I would love to watch Django with Tarantino. Oh. On this fucking scene right here, yeah. I fucking was like, he sh- Jamie. He won't Jamie. shut up,
0: though.
1: <laughs> yeah. Jamie. Look at me, Jamie. It's like this is like episode. on the third take. Uh,
0: DiCaprio fucking cuts his fucking arm. Started fucking around with glass. Yeah. <laughs> we had to abandon the set. <laughs> i tell you who does a good Tarantino, man, and that's uh, Norm McDonald When he did <laughs> really? Tarantino. Yeah, and he's doing the fast-talking. You know, that that, you know. Yeah, he did it, dude, on like SNL.
1: Oh fuck yeah! What a fucking that sucks, man. Yeah, national treasure.
0: Yeah, is this dirt nasty? It is. Is it? Yeah, Simon Rex, dude. Let's fuck. <laughs> Cowboy boot made out of duck dick. <laughs>
5: Killed both my parents. Why'd you do it,
0: Beardo? It was self-defense, bitch.
1: (laughs)
5: People that don't know.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uncle Jesse, the guy that does all the 3D printing YouTube videos, commented and said, Things I never thought I'd say. Can't wait to see that new Simon Rex movie. He
0: commented on this? Yeah. Oh, I see it, yeah.
1: I'm giving it a thumbs guess up. Same, Uncle Jesse. <clears throat> All right, I'm ready for ready, it, Trev?
0: Yeah, Red Rocket. I guess this is about a dog. All right, three, two, one,
3: play. etch All right. Hello. Hello.
0: <laughs> can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, I can hear you. I, hear I yeah, I saw, I saw.
0: I can, I'm ready. Red Rocket. I counted it down. Y'all didn't hear me? No, it oh.
1: didn't come through. me.
0: Three, two, one, play.
4: Got you that time. It's storming here. All right, he's playing white trash.
3: Yeah, A24. Okay. I like how they did that. That's funny because he did that. Wow. Is this a NSYNC song? It is. Bye, 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 dude. Here it comes. This looks like it might be pretty good. Yeah.
4: I've never really taken him, like, you
3: know, seriously when it comes to acting. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't mind checking that out. A24. I see you.
4: Making moves.
3: <laughs> yeah. You got yeah. fucking dirt nasty. Self defense, bitch. Hypnotic. Yeah, I don't know what this movie's about, but I'm interested. Biggie. Y'all ready? Yeah. Yeah. Three, two, one, play. Slam! Mm -mm. Holy shit! What? You were just a regular trash compactor on a star destroyer until you got to Earth. Now you're an elevator. Everybody's got anxiety. Is this is this another type of get out movie? They're um MK Ultra. Well, don't answer the phone, bitch! Goddamn. die from extreme fear? I'm gonna scare you to death. Like a hypnosis serial killer? Hmm.
2: It looks like a stinker to me
3: White women are gonna love it
1: You know Yeah They're gonna be like, dude, I watched this Netflix movie, the will about this bitch That got hypnotized, okay
5: (laughs) It's
2: like, Like, okay She was a killer But like, really? He was killing her Slowly
1: She got that bastard back She got him back
4: Her crying (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> CPA. <laughs> All
1: right. Tick, tick, boom. This is uh, a
2: salaba documentary.
0: Tick, tick, boom. Three, <laughs> two, one, play. Is that Andrew Garfield?
2: Yeah. No, it's yeah. Machine Gun Kelly.
3: Is it? <laughs> nope. It's the Gars. He's got the Kramer hair going on. Yeah. okay okay yeah Ever seen rent. I think that's a play, right? A musical. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not the audience. Doubt that. Sounds like a pretty common name. And I'm still having trouble paying my rent. It looks like it's got that
0: um, Elton John or Rocket Man kind of thing going on. Yeah.
3: They're really
0: just breaking out in the song during the scenes.
3: I mean, that's kind of interesting. I want to know the backstory to rent. Yeah.
2: Didn't know there was a backstory. We'll go, we'll oh, go around going
3: louder
2: and louder.
3: Anyway. Hmm.
0: Operation Mincemeat.
1: It's got our boy in it calling first
0: <laughs> It is the guy from the King's speech right? Yeah. I was only thinking of doing that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who better, you
3: know?
0: Aren't y'all ready?
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. Three, two, one, play. Guess on this is definitely not real. Oh, yeah. We are about to do something very badass.
4: But there's one critical flaw. That's where you come in.
3: Yeah, this really happened. 1943. Precisely. trying to trick them. Yeah. It's like Like
4: how do you know someone'll even find the body?
3: Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> The information War Weird name I kind of want to watch it though yeah, it'll probably be pretty good. Yeah.
0: Did it say from the director or the producer of the King's Speech? Producers. Okay.
3: <laughs> all right, House of the Dragon.
0: See, I thought they canceled all these. They had yeah, all these right. things in the works. They were like, no, nah, we've canceled them. And then they're like, psych.
1: No, they were like, you know what was printing us money for a while? Yeah. (laughs) Game of Thrones.
0: Like, let's wait long enough. For for people to forget about that last season? Never forget. No. Let's check it out. Y'all ready? I'm ready, man.
1: Here we go. Three,
4: two, one, play. Trending number two.
3: Matt Smith, though. I'm excited to see him. So does he playing in Khaleesi's father or grandfather or? will be a her great grandfather, right? do Oh no, he's definitely Targaryen. Ooh, I'm just saying, dude. He's gonna be dropping some dialogue, you know, like yeah, yeah. How many people you think he's gonna bang? All of them,
1: <laughs> dudes and chicks.
0: He's like I lean both ways.
1: Yeah, I will fuck anything that makes Bring me a dragon.
0: <laughs> I'm the father of dragons
2: He could say mundane shit With like a little like Gravitas like that yeah. And it would just be like you know you know. He gets his receipt at Olive Garden Where is my Andes mint Yeah You double charged
0: me for the coffee
2: You bastard
4: I
0: didn't read the phone book Yeah These chips came with salt and pep I said plain <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Where are, my,
4: where are my fish fingers? <laughs> where are they?
1: <laughs> I happen to be looking for a TARDIS.
3: Alright, the last right. You gotta fight for your right to right, I'm
4: all right,
3: three, two, one, play. Oh, Sam! It's Samuel Goldwyn, British. Because you're not That's my <laughs> fish, fish fingers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We getting uh, exorcism. Anytime I see a Catholic priest,
2: <laughs> dead birds, weird drawings, slow walks down the hallway,
0: yeah, hallway. Catholic priest,
2: speak, <laughs> Pondering in the tub at that nose level, it's like ponder rot, ponder tub. <laughs> Found her down by ponder tub.
4: Listen to your heart. Completely bonkers. Look at that. See what they
3: did there. Mm. Yeah. Yep. What was
4: that movie? An eye for an eye. Emily mm-hmm. Rose wasn't
3: it? Yeah. Well Deb.
2: Oh yeah. Young oh yeah, man. she goes. Where she like she fucking morphs and Dude, she's like, don't
0: touch me cool. when they were out there in the rain. Yeah. That yeah. was cool. She's speaking she's like there, different, uh, she's speaking like yeah. seven different languages. Yeah, she's all like John's like, calling out all these demons' names, and then the last thing she says, and I am Lucifer in the flesh. And it's like, time to go. Start yeah. the car. Start the car now. Fuck yeah. the bags. Fuck the iPads. Start Call the car. Ahead.
4: Olivia Fuck Hunt. the bags. We'll buy new ones. Yeah.
0: That iPad's not going to matter if we're dead. <laughs> I ain't trying to get possessed. You know, hey, you know your Apple ID? Good. That's all you need. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go, Olivia. Mine, yeah, violet.
3: Missing an end there. Three, two, one, play. Hmm. I did too much time online. Doom scroll got you down. weird is hers doesn't sound like her well, i thought this was going to be like a rom-com but it's not yeah rom right. Turns out it's the guy from Doom Squad. <laughs>
0: patrol. Yeah. Doing the talking. You know what I'm talking about? The Mr. fucking Nobody. negative man or yeah, whatever.
3: Oh, yeah the negative man. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. A lot of fucking
2: that was that was like if you took Bo Burnham's white woman's Instagram and stretched it into a movie.
0: <laughs> that's funny because yeah, when he said white women are gonna love this movie, that's I thought about that song.
3: White, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, what's this? Is this
4: is this some?
2: I think this is
1: a. I think this is a remake or something. There used to be a, <clears throat> a TV show back in the day called Wolf.
2: There was an old no. There was an old movie. It was old Jack Nicholson. Yeah, well I think they like try to develop it into a
1: series or something And okay. I released like a couple of episodes and then canceled it I don't know,
2: but People are like, people are like nah Yeah, where's Jack?
3: <laughs> Fuck Jack!
1: Alright, alright Jack's at,
0: Jack's at the marsh, man. Yeah
3: <laughs>
1: But I'm ready for Wolf Alright,
0: three, two, one, play
3: Plot twist: It's really a, a wolf among us. Hmm. About to beat the shit out of a frog. So these people think there's animals trapped on their body. Yeah. He's like, "That's not I'm what already stoled."
4: So It's like downsizing. It sounds so
3: ridiculous, it's worth it. Is that the guy from 1917? I think it is. That's Lily Rose Depp. Yeah, that's him. Man, he looks different. With hair. I have to howl.
0: It's it's like in the... I used to run around like a T-Rex in the backyard. <laughs> can't, can't get it.
3: Me arms are too short, you know? Yeah. Strange. This is like... It's like a Twilight LARP. <clears throat> You have got to stop cosplaying. Yeah.
4: Furries everywhere. Oh, God, are we going to get a
2: tusk-like ending? Maybe. What have they done to you? And he's wearing a wolf head stapled to his face. Yeah. I wonder
1: if him, him and that chick's going to do it. Doggy he style. was
0: like, they have begging like strips. A he's a wolf. So he's a big. cat. So the guy's like, this will never work yeah. out. You know? <laughs> what yeah. are you doing?
1: I mean, is that a real thing?
0: People that think they're animals?
2: Damn it, Daniel. Yeah. When we said go sure get some is. pussy, we didn't mean literally.
0: I'm sure. The one guy that was holding up the bear picture, he's like, Well, when I said I'm a bear, I didn't mean this. Okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's the, another.
1: Not different... what I was
0: talking about. Anyway. Wrong yeah. group. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. brother. Are y'all ready? Yeah. yeah. Chappelle, Chappelle, baby. Wipe, <laughs> swipe right if you like what you see. All right. Three, anyway. Two, one, play. Old man Chappelle.
2: He's sliding into his Carlin era in his own
3: way. Is this a piano rendition of "Where Is My Mind"? That's what it sounds like. Yep. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking great. Is this it? Tomorrow. So yeah, it came out, out today. Yeah. So it's a special, right?
1: Oh,
0: yeah. It's a stand up special.
1: Okay. I kind of want to peep that. His last couple of specials For are sure. fucking genius. Yeah.
0: I can't wait to hear his take on what's going on out there.
3: Yeah, for real. He's
0: like, they call me crazy because I'm taking horse medicine.
3: So are you?
0: But I say, nay!
3: (laughs) (laughs) All
1: right, billion dollar code, club, whatever the fuck it is.
4: This unlocks the full version of Star Citizen.
3: Mm, Google Earth. Let's check this out. Three, two, one, play. What? It it enters now. We're working on this code. Klein Yeah That burning Man. Oh, shit. Yeah, they're still in their code. Like a Facebook movie, but Google. real. um, kind of interested. Yeah. In yeah. Oh yeah. I wanna know what they're stealing. <laughs> the um, We're
0: at the end here, but what I wanted to mention is the I'm gonna have to watch Squid Games. It's it's a uh, if not already, it's on track to be the most watched yeah. Netflix show of all time. And I, I read an article, uh, maybe earlier today or yesterday, where the, uh, the guy that wrote it tried to shop it around for like eight years or ten years. Nobody wanted it.
1: Yeah, I saw that too, yeah. man.
3: That's fucking nuts, right?
0: Yeah, it is.
3: But yeah, next week we're watching Old.
0: Well... Week after next.
1: Yeah, I'm going on vacation next week. So it's going to be a no go on the POD. I'm going to be in a beautiful Tennessee
0: mm-hmm.
1: this time next week.
0: Don't dox yourself. Don't tell them, don't give them the address.
1: I mean, I don't even
0: know what the address
1: <laughs> is. <laughs> you know, like, I'm just, I'm excited, man. It's been fucking stupid at work and, like, you know,
0: Get a nice little recharge batteries with family. I houses. hope so. Yeah.
1: Been yeah. On. It's got a theater in the uh, the place that we're staying. It's like a little home theater thing, like yeah. a projector set up. So I'm taking the, uh, you know.
0: Bringing the Plex server um, with
1: you. Yeah, I'm bringing the Plex server so that, you know, we can watch some movies. Probably watch Free Guy because, uh,
3: you know.
0: Worth to watch. I'm sure.
3: Yeah. So, but yeah. So we won't
1: be back next week, but we'll be back the following week with fucking Am Not Shamalama Dingo. I'm hearing you know? great
0: things about this movie.
1: Yeah, everything I've heard about it's been f-
0: positive. Yeah. Positive, positive. Well, I am excited to watch it because when he pulls it off, man, he fucking pulls it off. Yeah, right. Well yeah, I guess that's it, right?
1: That's all I got, man.
0: Checks in the mail.